Hi, what the hell tech listeners? I'm your host this week, Matt Fuster. Uh, this is the podcast where we tackle some of the trending topics, ideas and best practice in health and social care. Uh, this week we're back speaking to Marcus Manheas, who's heading up LFPSE for the NHS Improvement Team, and Paul Ewers, who's Risk Manager at Milton Keynes University Hospital NHS Trust, uh, to continue the conversation we've been having around LFPSE and the implementation. Um, so, Paul, I basically just start by saying well done. So um, you're the first trust to go live, um, I believe. Yeah. 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 And I guess the launch of LFPSE was a bit of a double whammy for you because you had to swap your... Um, systems over as well so you're going with live with radar and lfpc at the same time um it must have been a bit of a challenge i guess yeah it was a challenge it's been it's a positive one but it was <laughs> yeah it has been a challenge has been a challenge so uh yeah i mean the it kind of started really several several years back where we um had our obviously our existing system and we wanted to find a system that was able to do what that could do um, obviously moving into um, more up-to-date technology, but also to be able to um, do other functions. So audit and document management were two things that we were very interested in moving across into the same system. Um, so kind of during 2021, mainly, um, we were looking, we, we looked at several different systems yeah. um, and made to move across to radar. Um, and then quite early on in that project of, of um, looking at the implementation of that, we started um looking also at the lfpse and and moving across to that as well so um yeah it was uh it was it was quite a challenge um there's still challenging moments as i'm sure you'll uh, <laughs> you'll you'll know and you know any implementation of an it system there are challenges and yeah absolutely going, but um, I, I mean why is why is why is choice though picking radar but yeah not, not that it's good plug um so tell me about the successes then um you know what what you're happy with what's gone really well um, yeah, so we kind of touched on it on the previous um, podcast, but one of the big things we saw it from from day one, um, a significant decrease in the administration time uh, for the instance, and you know not having to um, upload them onto the NRLS. Um, it just reports directly as soon as um, one, our reporter completes the form, presses submit, it, it then goes across. So there's been a significant um, amount of um, administration time that that's that's helped with. And it means that our team can concentrate oh, and, and the investigators can concentrate on making sure the data is accurate um, rather than having kind of the uploading side of it. Um, so if we notice something that's perhaps not as it, as it should be or something that's incorrect or something we discover later on that makes uh, the information that, we've, that the reporter put through um, change, then uh, we can update the system and then it replaces it on the LFPSE. Um, so, you know, all, all of that kind of upload time, um, you know, that's that's been a, a huge thing from day one that's that's helped. And in terms of that implementation, um, both from ourselves and, and Marcus's team, I mean, is there anything that you would have done differently? Um, so, I mean, due to the timing of the implementation um, and the time it took for the uh, to do the NLS mapping, if we were to, to move um, system onto NLS mapping, yeah. it did kind of... Um, direct us down the path of going straight with the LFPSE at the same time. Um, and I guess in truth, we probably would have done them separately and, and gone for radar first, uh, got it settled in a bit, and then slightly later on gone for the LFPSE section. Um, but that said, um, you know, Milton Keynes is kind of uh, an innovative, you know, we like, like to do things first. Um, and so it kind of didn't phase us doing both at the same time, um, but probably in 
in retrospect, you know, we, we probably would have chosen to have done one first and done them as two separate change projects rather than um, doing two things at once in, in, in a way. Um, but as I say, it, it was it was positive and the responsiveness from um, well, both teams, um, the LFPSC and, and, and Radars has been um, fantastic. So we've been able to provide feedback and, and work through things. Um, so, yeah, no, it's, it hasn't really um, phased us. Um, and I guess the other thing probably would we probably would have liked to have engaged staff more on the LFPSC um, before we went live. That's probably the other thing. Um, so um, I guess because it became part of the project quite early on, uh, that was good. But I think we would have liked to have perhaps let them know a little bit more, I guess, from because obviously the LFPSC is very focused on national learning mm-hmm. it's from a national perspective. Um, and so the questions in there are a little bit different to what the the, the um, uh, day-to-day instant reporters are used to. So probably giving them a little bit more of a heads up around that would have been would have been something we would we would have done in, in retrospect. Um, so uh, you know, but it, it's one of the, one of those things because we're in an acute trust um, and there's hospital pressures. We we need to be flexible and adaptable. So, you know, the, the, the plan that we put in, you know, we felt that we could still still go with that. Um and and we're keen to sort of share our experiences so that other trusts can um can learn from those things. So, you know, that's probably one of the things I would say um to uh people looking to do it is just to make sure that the staff are aware that um that it is kind of a national perspective that it's looking at. So the questions aren't quite um, what they'd necessarily be used to filling in um, before moving across. Um, just just more of a heads up than anything so that they're uh, prepared for that. So, I mean, how did you go about doing that then? And, and almost, we mentioned it in the previous podcast, did you did you, did you you sell the vision and the types of things that Marcus was talking about in terms of the, you know, the why? Why is it we're capturing this data and, and what, what difference is it going to make? How did you engage, the, you know, y- y- your employees? Yeah, I mean, obviously they um, were already well. Ge- generally, they're they were aware of the um, NRLS and the um, reasonings behind that, and so obviously we could we could kind of add to that about the LFPSC. So the um, you know making sure that it's shared learning across the um, across the whole NHS, not just our our trust. Um, but one one of the things we did do is kept the the two forms kind of separate. So. Mm-hmm. You would complete. Um, you get early on. You get a question: Does this involve a patient? Um, if it does, then the LFPSC form effectively appears, um, sort of that, that for them to work through. Um, again, just so that we could kind of separate this and say, okay, these questions are from a national perspective, um, and then they can kind of go to next form, and then that's what Milton Keynes Hospital needs for uh, local learning, kind of a probably sort of detail that's more relevant locally than from the nationals perspective um i guess some of the um the, the data that isn't re- isn't required for lfpse um so i think that's kind of one of the key things we did with the engagement we have kept them quite separate obviously it's um you know relatively early days we're only kind of what about five months in roughly yeah. um so we would kind of review that so it might be that we um feel that now that people are kind of familiar with the system that that we look to um you, you know perhaps change how we've got it um but i think that was i think it was the right decision to go with it as two separate forms um so that it uh, or two separate steps if you like on an instant form um so that it was easier for them uh, the the users to understand the um different perspectives of the form and why those additional questions were there 
Yeah, I mean, I guess that's an important point as well, isn't it? This doesn't stop you from asking the questions that mean something locally. So it's not, you're not restricted to just answering the LFPSA question set. You're actually, you can support that question set with things that mean more to you locally. Um, and again, I th- yeah. you know, working with, with us as a team and working with Marcus, um, that's kind of been a big thing, isn't it, about how we use radar to make sure we're still capturing that local information as well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, and, and one of the challenges is um, always uh, trying to make uh, reporting quicker and easier. Yeah. Um, and um, I guess one of the things um, that did become apparent, because these are from a different perspective and different questions, we what we haven't been able to do is reduce how long it takes. But um, I think if we hadn't gone with the LFPSE and we just had the Milton Keynes form, it would have been quicker and easier to report. But it's kind of with those additional questions, it's kind of brought it up to about the same length of time. So um, I think as we kind of touched on, making sure that staff are aware that um, this is all about learning, about making it safer, um, making improvements. So actually that bit of time, um, you know, the, the time it takes to report is worth taking yes. um, yeah. because obviously time's precious in all organizations but particularly the nhs and in clinical areas that report the majority of the incidents but actually that if the time is well spent then it's it's worth doing um so i, th- I think it's kind of finding that that balance between trying to make it short as possible but also making sure we capture what we need to be able to learn um, and improve because ultimately that's that's what the whole purpose of it is yeah, absolutely. And I guess back to back to the vision thing of if if you've communicated that as to what, what you know what's the purpose behind what we're trying to do here yeah. and and ultimately you know once you're starting to get information feeding back through um, an RLS that should be showing you or, or even you know other trusts giving you information where you can improve that you might not currently be doing. So yeah, I think I think you're right even if it does take a little bit longer sometimes that's not necessarily a problem as long as the you know the outcome is the right outcome. Um yeah. So a question for you and Marcus now, and uh, you can you can be honest, even though I am here. Um, so how was it kind of working kind of across teams and, and, and working with us at Red Eye Healthcare? I'll ask Paul that first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, I wasn't sure if Marcus was going to answer that first, but no, that's fine. Um, yeah, so, I mean, from, from day one, when we spoke to um, Radar, um, they talked about seeing it as a, um, a, as a partnership um, rather than just us purchasing a system, if you like. So working together, working things through where, where there are things. Um, and I would say kind of you know, over a year on that, that kind of relationship still, still there. You know, you, you can see it's more of a partnership than um, just being given a system to, to go ahead and, and work on. So that's, that's really good. I mean, the team were always friendly, knowledgeable, and yeah, it's a pleasure to work with. And similar with um, NHS England, as I say, they've always been... Um, uh, open to feedback and and um, able to um, sort of be responsive um, and make changes that you needed to. So yeah, I've been overall really really pleased. Good, that's good to hear. Uh, and yourself, Marcus, how has it been working with Radar? Yeah, um, no, that's it's just fine. It's absolutely fine. No, it's uh, I've, I've, honestly I found it very easy, and um, so, so I think we we developed almost like a. A kind of a good uh i hope we have developed a good uh, relationship and, and even a friendship out of this and um and i believe that that was due to the fact that when we first met and and, and sat down to discuss the, the what, what lfpsc was trying to achieve and then we would be able to identify common interests and goals 
So we were there trying to achieve kind of similar things. Uh, so it's about um, making the reporting experience be better to yeah. the users and in, in more rewarding and more valuable and make the best of that time that they have to to invest in, 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 in providing the information. So we have that in common and then that kind of help us to um, to, to almost like we, 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 we uh, once you have the shared vision and we clear that we both are trying to achieve similar things, then the collaboration came quite easy. Good, that's good to hear. And I think you're, yeah, I mean, you've hit the nail on the head there. It's about, it is about that vision and we're both ultimately trying to achieve the same goal which is yeah. to reduce incidents and to improve patient safety you know we and we're kind of going about it the same way so that's that, that that's good to hear um so another question for yourself marcus in terms of kind of working with milton keynes then and that kind of feedback mechanism because i'm guessing you know as as we onboard more trusts and obviously more people are moving over that kind of work with milton keynes and that kind of engagement how how do you kind of one how did that go and then I guess in future, how do you foresee that working with others who are coming on board? Yeah, I think that that um, is going really well because first there was a relationship already there by them being you know, under the NHS family and they were already um, our kind of customers in the sense of by being um, an organization that already was reporting to the NLS and already had some interactions with us and already so you were already there to support them uh when they were connected to the nrls and then uh and they were open to and brave to to be the first ones to go live and then and that was really really exciting and we we uh start engaging with them and explain look this is uh we don't have all the answers yet we're learning and we're going to learn together in this process and, yep. and we're here to listen we want to receive your feedback this is and and we uh honestly listening and we are making change based on those uh, on the feedback that we receive and i think that's as as, as paul mentioned before this is exactly what is happening um yeah it was it's, it's, it's a very um uh, it's a very good uh, collaboration and uh, and still there's a lot more as we both are evolving and then now they are best placed to uh, to help us with the use of data that now we're making available to them so they are the first ones to provide data and yep. obviously they're going to be the first one to make use of the data and the insights that we're able to to generate with the data they are giving us so that work will and this partnership will evolve and continue great uh, and Probably final question then for yourself, Paul. In terms of you know another NHS NHS trust going live, what advice would you give them from what you've learned working with you know Radar uh, and the LFPSC team? Yeah, so I think that we've got to co covered a couple of them already. Like you say, it's about sort of sharing that vision with the, with the um, with the staff so that they know why we're doing it. Um, it's not just a change for change's sake. It's yeah. you know there's a, a real vision um behind it and it's all around patient safety um so it is it is important um i guess to say that you know you will be supported through it um i'm sure there were things in in the background from a technical perspective but um from um my 
my experience, it was relatively smooth moving across to the LFPSC from um, NRLS. So I guess what I would say is, you know, don't don't be afraid of it. It's um, uh, something that, um, you know, it's, it, it will involve, it will, you know, there will be um, sort of challenges. Um, so, um, you know, you'll be able to provide feedback and, and, and make it smoother, but it was actually, relatively speaking, it was a, a quick and, and um, sort of smooth transfer across from, from our perspective. I'm sure there was a lot more work behind the scenes. <laughs> Perfectly smoothly our side as well. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so in terms of kind of final question for you both, it's a, a what the health tech moment. So at the end of each episode, we're asking everybody to describe their what the health tech moment. Uh, it's basically a question for a bit of fun and we're after kind of a weird or wonderful story that you might have experienced in kind of your, your work in health and social care. Um, so I'll, I'll pick on you first, Paul. I don't know if, you, I don't know if you've got anything for us, but. Um... Yeah, well, one, one of the things that kind of impacted me most, I think, um, was the first time I saw, um, there was a TED talk by Dr. Brian Goldman uh, called Doctors Make Mistakes. Can we talk about it? Mm. And it's a really, really powerful um, video where he shares kind of real life experiences where he's made mistakes and has tried to talk to people about it. Um, and talk about culture, but you know you can't you can't share, you can't um, you know talk about things. Um, it really highlights the importance of open, um, being open, and learning from mistakes. And it's um, yeah, so it's a really really powerful video. It kind of tackles it through um, humour and sadness, all the different emotions you <laughs> when when you look through it. But that that kind of really uh, struck a chord when I when I saw that, um, and it kind of really kind of I guess links in with the LFPSC about the learning from, you know, making sure we are sharing, we are learning yep. um, and making improvements. Um, so, yeah, I, that that was a really, um, you know, um, one of those wow moments. It's kind of <laughs> that, okay, that I came great. across. Yeah. Right, well, s- send us the link. Yeah, yeah, we'll do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, so we, of, in our training um, for instant reporting in, in, in the past um, as well to sort of share it with staff. It's de- definitely would recommend it to... Um, so sort of people interested in um, kind of healthcare and um, and sort of patient safety, but yes, yeah, really good. Great, yeah, yeah. Please send the link over. I'll definitely have a, have a watch of that. Uh, and then same question to yourself, Marcus. Yeah, um, one of the things that I can think of is uh, back in two thousand seven, between two thousand seven and two thousand eight, when we started to publish. Um, the, the numbers of incidents reported into the NRLS broken down by organization. So we, we, we put that on our website. Yeah. And then by that information being available to patients and public, uh, it really uh, kind of triggered the whole, uh, I think, a, 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 a change in, the, in the reporting culture across the NHS because after that numbers start to increase and every single organization that was not reporting then they start reporting and and people really start paying attention into this because what's out there so it's the power Mm. of 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 sharing data and make the data available and people really can see what's going on who's reporting who is not what numbers and and all of that there was a big shift in terms of reporting culture across the nhs from that that moment when we um, published the data. So that was quite interesting and some is one of the things that comes up to my mind. 
Okay. Well, uh, thank you both very much for your time. Um, kind of leave it there. Um, in terms of uh, next week, we're going to hear from Hannah Wilkinson, Head of People and Culture at Radar Healthcare, about how a positive work culture can help health and social care organisations hire and retain staff. Uh, please don't forget to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. And if you have any questions for us or our guests, please email whatthehealthtech at radarhealthcare.com. I got it right this time. Thank you.